This is Inside the FLX from FairLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker. It's our weekly meeting with Chuck Mason, the Auburn City Clerk. Good morning and Merry Christmas, Chuck. Hey, good morning, Ted. Merry Christmas Eve to everybody. So last night, the City Council honored one of its own. Debbie McCormick is stepping down after two terms, and she had your job before. Did you take over when she went to council? Yes. In fact, that's how I became City Clerk uh, was when Debbie retired from that position, and Deb McCormick uh, serving her final meeting last night. It was also the final meeting of the year for the Auburn City Council. And Debbie became city clerk, as you said, Ted, in 1999, 22 years ago. In fact, it was this time of year that she started. And she served as city clerk for 13 years, started with uh, Mayor Carnicelli. And uh, Mayor Carnicelli and uh, some other former members of council and people from the community we're on hand at last night's council meeting to uh, speak on behalf of Debbie and her year, many years of service to our city. Um, as city councilor for the last eight years, Debbie's been integral on a couple of uh, key projects. One in particular is the Owasco Lake Watership Management Council. Now, the Management Council uh, has really uh, been established over the past eight years, and Debbie's been one of the key players on that Management Council um, and they've been tasked with the uh, greater project of establishing watershed management practices and overseeing the inspection of the Owasco Lake watershed. And they hired an executive director uh, a few years ago, and they've really built quite the program. And Debbie, along with Ed Wagner from the town of Owasco and Aileen McNabb-Coleman from Cuga County, were the three people that were really uh, spearheading that project. So Debbie's service to Auburn um, is really kind of highlighted with her great work on the Owasco Watershed Management Council. Also, she was the uh, city's council's representative to the Auburn downtown bid. And without a doubt, over the past eight years, you know, downtown Auburn has seen quite a bit of progress. So um, Debbie, uh, I don't think we're going to see her completely go away. I'm sure we will see her very active in the community. However, she retires from her service of uh, 22 years with the city, and we thank her and wish her well. And now Ginny Kent comes in, who everyone knows, and also one of the platforms she ran on was clean water, so she'll be able to continue that work. Exactly, and uh, probably very quick into the new year, uh, the council will have to address appointing Debbie's replacement to the Watershed Management Council, and it does look as though Ginny Kent will probably be the one that will take over that position uh, for Debbie. And January 1st, uh, 2022 here, just in about 10 days, we'll be having the ceremonial swearing-in ceremony for the new members of council, Ginny Kent, and the re-elected member, Terry Cuddy. And so that'll get things started for the new year. Um, and we look forward to getting Ginny on the council and getting things started in 2022. The city got word this week it's going to receive $120,000 in a U.S. Justice Department grant to implement a body-worn camera program. Tell us about the grant and the rollout of this program. Yes. So City Manager Jeff Duggart making this announcement last night that the city just received notification this week. It's quite the name for a program, U.S. Department of Justice Justice Assistance Body-Worn Camera Policy and Implementation Program Grant. Uh, quite a lengthy name, but its uh, goal is to support law enforcement agencies to establish body-worn camera programs. Last year, when Auburn and Cuga County did uh, community outreach on policing 
in the community. This was one of the main program recommendations that came out of that process through that uh, community input process. And earlier this year in the month of July, the city council approved for the city of Auburn to apply for this grant. And the city will be receiving $120,000 to put towards the purchasing of all of this equipment. Now we will see this program probably be put into place over the next few months and can look for a probably spring of 2022 implementation of the new program. Now the city will be matching um, the local requirement on the grant is $60,000 and the city will be using part of its allocation from the American Rescue Plan Act funding that it received this year uh, to implement this new program. So great news for the city again this week with some more grant funding coming in, this time from the federal government. I've talked to a number of law enforcement agencies that have rolled out these body-worn camera programs. They mostly seem to be in favor of it because it protects the public, but it also protects them from any sort of uh, scurrilous accusations or anything like that. Exactly. And it was highly recommended by not only our outgoing chief earlier this year, Sean Butler, but uh, Chief Slayton, our current police chief, uh, both endorsed the program. And uh, it'll be a lot of work and it'll be a new, you know, a new tool that people will have to learn how to use and everything. However, I think in the long run, it seems like there's favorable uh, outlook towards uh, implementing this program. The DPW Superintendent Mike Talbot was at the meeting last night with three updates. Uh, number one, the snow plowing policy update. Tell us about that. That's right. Now, Mike comes every year. Mike Talbot is our superintendent of public works. He comes every year to do a review of the annual, an annual review of the snow plowing policy. And it really shows, it really illustrates the amount of strategy that does go behind snow plowing here in the city. Uh, he he walks us through all, there's about 14 different routes that is used. Um, at any point in time, there's $3 million worth of equipment on the city streets during these snow events, uh, taking the uh, snow off the roads for us. Uh, one highlight this year is that we have a new piece of equipment. It's a, a new one of the large snow plows that has actually a brining system, so it can uh, assist with helping to cut down on the usage of salt on the roads. So the city DPW has been actively trying to learn all it can about using that new piece of equipment. And Mike reports to the council that he's looking to implement more of these brining systems into future snowplow purchases. So the hope is to reduce the use of road salt. Um, and you can do that with these brining systems. We have a New York state DOT station garage right here in Auburn on North Division Street. And we've actually, the city, Mike and the uh, crew from DPW has been working closely with the state because the state already implements these brining systems into there. Uh, so the city's working closely and learning a lot, learning all it can from the state on how to use these new brining systems on the snowplows. Then two related items. The first, uh, it's been a year now for the new city transfer station. What's the verdict? Yes, uh, so far so good. Our new transfer station is exactly a year old. And Mike, last night reporting, uh, we are permitted by the DEC. We can accept 12,500 tons annually through the net transfer station. And we're right about there at the moment with just about 10 days to go in the year. We're at, we're at about 12,100 tons. So it really looks like 
we forecasted the usage of that transfer station pretty well. And so far, so good. Uh, we do, um, under the new system, collect the uh, the waste uh, curbside uh, trash and recycling here in the city, as well as people can bring uh, materials down to the transfer station. And under contract, we had to actually bid this out last year. Under contract, we currently take the waste and we'll take the waste for the next five years over to the Seneca Meadows landfill over in Seneca Falls. Uh, but things have been working very well. The system is uh, working as it was designed. The new building is holding up very well. So lots of good news coming out of how that um uh, new program is working for us. And then the final related note, uh, he gave an update on the closure process at the city landfill, which, as I recall, is, has been going on for quite a while, right? Yes. Uh, so the DEC law, New York State, the regulations say that from the point in time that you took your last waste into a landfill, you have one year's worth of time to officially close the landfill. And uh, the landfill closure process is an extensive process, highly regulated, and we have been implementing that over the past year. In fact, it just completed uh, here earlier in the month of December. Mike, last night, uh, walking the council through that entire process, outlining all of the expenses associated with it. It was a challenging year, especially with the uh, high-level rain events that we uh, got it. It actually lost a little bit of time a couple times during the year because of the heavy rainstorms. However, the project did get completed. Mike uh, and the city manager will be back in the month of January for the council to approve some of the final expenditures of the program and put that chapter of the landfill behind us. However, as Mike reported last night, when you are in the landfill business and uh, the city of Auburn's been in the landfill business since 1992 and even prior to that uh but the you know under the highly regulated landfill business it really dates back to 1992 and you have 30 years of responsibility for monitoring the closed landfill so we're even though we're out of the landfill business the landfill business is with us uh for quite a while here over the next three decades however uh the landfill you know served us well it's however a uh, we were probably one of the only municipalities in New York state that were still running. Most landfills are either run by counties or larger companies. So it is uh, a, a project that is part of the city's past. And we were, um, it did go hand in hand with last night's city transfer station because the transfer station model is working out really well for the city. And it appears as though that's the course we will continue down uh, for our curbside refuse and and recycling pickup. This has been Inside the FLX with Auburn City Clerk uh, Chuck Mason. We appreciate the updates as always. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you in the new year with a new council. Ted, thank you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you in 2022.